0: Recorded Books presents an unabridged recording of The Frumious Bandersnatch by Ed McBain, narrated by Michael Arkin. This book is copyrighted 2004 by HUI Corporation. This recording is copyrighted 2004 by Recorded Books. Working disjointedly with a joint task force that calls itself The Squad, Detective Steve Carella and the men and women of the 8-7 must find kidnap victim, the pop idol Tamar Valparaiso, before time, or indeed her very life, run out. And now, the Frumious Bandersnatch.
1: The city in these pages is imaginary. The people, the places, are all fictitious. Only the police routine is based on established investigatory technique. Chapter One She came cruising downriver like the city personified. All bright lights and big bad music. Banners and flags flying from bowsprits and railings. 163 feet of sleek power and elegant design. It was costing Barney Loomis six thousand dollars to charter the yacht and its staff of twenty. The additional cost of catering food and drink for one hundred twelve music industry movers and shakers was close to twelve thousand dollars. Add the cost of the ten piece orchestra and a fifteen percent service charge and the eight and a quarter percent city tax and Loomis figured the launch of Bandersnatch would cost Bison Records something like twenty-five grand overall. But it would be worth ten times that amount if the CD jumped to the top of the charts. The boat, or the ship, or the vessel, or whatever the people at Celebrity Yacht Cruises had called it when Loomis was negotiating for the bash— had picked up the assorted glittery guests at Pier 27 West, just off the new marina complex in the renovated overlook zone of the city. The boat, or the ship. Loomis liked to think of it as a launch. We'll charter a launch for the launch, he told Tamar, and she'd clapped her hands in excitement. Well, hell... She was still only twenty. She reacted like a teenager more often than not. The official launch, then, of the new album had started at six p.m. with cocktails on the bridge deck of the launch. He loved that pun, where bistro tables were festooned with roses that picked up the red of the mask the Beast was wearing on the album cover and where the mahogany-topped bar seemed haphazardly strewn with giveaway CDs and tapes. The covers on each version of the album showed Tamar as skimpily dressed as she was in the video that had aired simultaneously last night on MTV, VH1, BET, and WU2. Wearing a shredded white tunic, that seemed to have been torn forcefully from her legs. She struggled in the clutches of a muscular black dancer, wearing an oversized red mask that made him look like some sort of fire-breathing mythical beast. The Bandersnatch of the title song, who brought her close to his gaping jaws while she tried to fend him off. Creamy white breasts, tumbling virtually free of her equally tattered top. Like in King Kong, Loomis had told her. Like in King Who, she'd asked, never having seen either of the movies. Well, she was only twenty. A mahogany stairway swept the assembled guests down to the main deck salon, where, the past hors d'oeuvres included raw oysters, even though this was already the fourth day of May, which was not an R month when oysters were supposed to be safe, according to the oysters R